0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode eight, which I can't believe we are already at. I feel like we are just rolling through these episodes. Today's episode is called The Toxic and Taboo. And it's asking the tough and often frowned upon questions that prevent men from furthering their journey with mental health. And I'd like to thank all my um, social media followers for submitting these questions because I, I kind of had some written, but I really wanted to actually hear from you know, men, because I'm not a man. (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, oh, maybe I should actually get that input ahead of time. Right. Um, So hopefully you've been listening weekly and you've shared this podcast with your friends and family. If you haven't, now is the time. Uh, But maybe you're feeling a little greedy and you just want to keep it all for yourself. I'm no stranger to being self-indulgent. It's actually one of my compulsions with my OCD. So if this has become your guilty pleasure, I get it. I support you. I love you. And today we are going to be asking these tough questions and getting very raw answers from producer Ray, 100K Ray. I feel like he has a different name. What, was, what were you calling yourself today? Dr. Ray. Yeah. Dr. Doc- I'm sure you got like ten more nicknames stored up in there.
1: Remember Ray Mardo.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so Ray so I met Ray at um the building where I'm at now. He was down the hall from me where he had opened um his business, Growth Camp XL. Are you still do you still go by Growth Camp?
1: We merged Growth Camp under the hundred K World umbrella. Okay. So we we still uh, we still function, but we just the brand name it became too big yeah. so we just got everything under the 100k world that's 100K the umbrella worlds. and
0: i like your hat that he's wearing like this hat and it has yeah. like a little plug it's a, it's a good it's a good hat anyways <laughs> i get off the beaten path sometimes so ray's journey has been really fascinating to watch through like the pandemic and his escalation i feel like he's like me he's always got something new he's trying new he's doing he's like just told me about like another building today I mean, this man never stops. <laughs> and in this, like, new kind of crazy-ass world we live in, he. I feel like you're really good about navigating your journey honestly. Yeah. And I think that's so important. So I'm glad you were able to step in and do the show kind of last minute. So – I would love if you just tell everybody, what is your background in terms of school and work? Like, how did you get to this point of being this badass entrepreneur?
1: Okay, so I'm going I'm to I'm bing back a little bit to what you said when you said uh, about the transparency of my journey. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, in, when they look at me from the outside looking in, they feel like I have to have a huge, huge bank account to do the things that I do, like the moves that I make because they seamless. And it's like, you would need a big bank to do it. But my transparency is bigger than my bank account. And um, even in the deal that we're closing right now, I go into anything as open and honest as I can. And it's either you're going to deal with me or you're not. Mm-hmm. That's it. And and it just works in my favor. I'm, I'm one of those people that... uh. I'm ignorance on fire. You know what I mean? It's just, it just is. You know what I mean? It's ignorance on fire. I, uh, <laughs> That's
0: a great statement.
1: It's the truth. I, uh, I'm no i am no uh, scholar. I have a GED. You know what I mean? But I always knew even as a child that punching the clock didn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? For several reasons. So I've always been an entrepreneur. always been a hustler. I remember selling sunflower seeds. My grandma oh got me. A, I
0: love that. My grandma sat,
1: uh, bought me a. 20 pound sack of sunflower seeds when I was 10 years old for the summer because I was staying with her for summer. She like because I love sunflower seeds. She like this can last you for the whole summer. I sold the whole sack and she ended <laughs> up buying me more. And, and that started a whole store. Rest in peace to my grandmother. But uh, for me selling sunflower seeds one summer when my grandmother passed, money from her store helped bury her.
0: Wow. You know
1: what I mean? And um, Shout out to my grandma, man. She really, she the she the fire that always been a fire up under me, and uh, rest in peace to her. But I, I worked several jobs. I always, I'm a I'm a boss and a leader at heart. So anywhere I go, they didn't like me there because I'm gonna figure out a way to make it work my way, and they end up kicking me out or something like that. So. I feel like
0: that sounds so much. That sounds so much like my husband. I feel like he's just got. He will t- look at something. And be like, okay, how can I work smarter and not harder? How can I make this more efficient? How can I take what's in front of me and make it make more sense? Yeah. Like more seamless, like yeah. you were saying. Yeah. I feel like there are certain people in this world that are just exceptional at
1: that. Yeah. And, you know, but being exceptional at it is bad to a person that's been working there 40 years. hmm And all they have is their seniority. And they don't know nothing else, you know what I mean? And they take it as a threat to their, to their manhood or to their position, and stuff like that. So I end up uh, being in and out of jobs, and I landed a job at at a at a door to door as a door to door salesman. So I'm cleaning out my Google one day, and I just see a job thing from Monster. And I fill it out. Like, what the hell? I'm like, they ain't going to hire me. It's like they it for all these credentials and must have this and must have this. Sales associate and all that. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I did it. They hired me. Ignorance on fire. Remember, mm-hmm. I said that. I get the job. I don't know nothing about shit. Like, I don't know. I didn't, Listen, I didn't know what my quota was. So as a sales rep, you have to know your quota. I talked my way into the position.
0: Yeah,
1: I got it. I went in this place, but I had so much to prove because everybody's in there is like preppy. You know, I'm from the Please east side, might. man. Yeah, man. You know, I'm clean, I smell good, you Fake. know what I mean? But I got a dive, you know what I mean? I'm like Kwame Kilpatrick, you know what I mean? <laughs> I come in there in like three piece suit and they looking like, what the hell? They in there like Harvard grads. you know what I mean? I'm like, listen, I'm about to turn this thing out. All I had was my 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 endurance. And I I thank God for that because I'm going to take a licking and keep ticking. And when most people are fragile, I find strength in that. You know what I mean? So I seen what they was in there doing. I'm like, everybody bring it back four clients a day or four clients a week. Excuse me. So like somebody go out and get one client. Somebody go out and get another two clients on a Thursday or something. Honest to God, I went in there my first week of training. I closed 21 clients. Wow, so they fired me. What? Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> what? I called twenty one clients my first week. Shout out to OSP. Shout out to uh 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 Meshack over there. He don't like me to this day, but he'd be okay.
0: Whatever.
1: Yeah, he, he's,
0: yeah. Probably he's, he's probably not
1: listening. This he's a bitch. <laughs> listen, so so um they 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 fired me because they thought that I did something shady, something unethical. Oh, because they they their quota their yeah. quota was four businesses a week. Oh. No one never closed those many in that district of business to business sales. So once they audited everything, and I'm like, I'm happy. I'm calling. I'm calling. What's going on? I didn't do anything wrong. And that's the worst feeling is to be like blamed for doing something. You trying to do everything ethical as possible. And I'm in training. They brought me back and they brought me back and they asked me, could I train the people that was there already? So I ended up being a boss, not knowing shit. I haven't read a policy. I haven't read a training manual. I didn't know nothing. Ignorance on fire. So I ended up getting to the top of the, of the uh, third party business, to business company. In like 90 days, I was able to be in what they call an owner's position where they open you up your own office and stuff like that. But <laughs> they had me training everybody and I kept seeing people going Above me, and I'm training them. And I'm like, okay, now what do all these people have in common? They light skin. <laughs> so I'm training everybody. And I'm not the traditional look for their company. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a marketing firm. They had clients like ATT, big healthcare clients. And I wasn't the traditional. I said things like meeting instead of meeting. And you know I me, mean? I didn't pronounce my eens and stuff like that. And you know what I mean? So what they was doing is they was using, misusing my, uh, my skills. Stupid. So one thing that I knew is...